It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, the Studio 22. You know what it is. It's the mothership we're flying into the nether regions of all things just absolutely insane and stupid. Heavy on the word stupid because that's where the world's gone. Uh, I am going to be... Where am I going to be this week? I'm going to be um, in a different city every night. Uh, let's see. Going to be in Abilene tomorrow night. That's Tuesday night. Going to be at the Public Library. Apparently they have a theater there, an auditorium, let's put it that way. Uh, going to be in uh, but, uh, Taylor County, Abilene. Then uh, I'm not going to tell you where I'm going to be Wednesday because it's none of your business. Thursday, I'm going to be in Mineral Wells, Texas on uh, Thursday night, hanging out with the good folks there. And I think that's sold out, actually. That's a ticketed event, so you can't come. Uh, helping raise money for the City of Mineral Wells, their annual event. And then but uh, Thursday morning, if you want to come to Frisco, I'm going to be with the Deplorable uh, DFW Deplorable is going to have a, we're actually buying breakfast tacos for them. Um, and uh, that crew that comes out there, so come get a free breakfast, hang out with us in Frisco. And then uh, get a little interview with Texas Scorecard. I'm just going through all the stuff. Williamson County on uh, Sunday the 3rd, back in Montgomery County on the 4th. So lots of stuff coming up uh, in different cities. It's all campaigning, baby. You know, I'm the only gubernatorial candidate, Chris, who's uh, consistently being put in uh, Facebook jail or banned from social media. Uh, those guys need to up their game on telling the truth is what they need to do. Uh, if I'm the only guy that's getting banned, we got a problem. I'm the only non-politician that's running, by the way, and that's what I've come to the conclusion on. But I'm in the middle of another seven-day ban. I think I made it back on Facebook for two days, maybe a solid uh, 36 hours before I got another week-long ban. This time it was over posting images of Hispanic Border Patrol agents, and I was calling out the stupidity and the hypocrisy of uh, of claiming that these are white racists, um, but apparently it was hate speech. And then, and then I got a warning on Instagram because I shared a picture, a screenshot of my ban, shared it over to the Instagram story. Uh, posting pictures, by the way, of, of uh, Border Patrol agents is... I guess considered, according to them, images of hate on par with, like, say, a swastika. I didn't know that till this morning. Uh, <laughs> I've been banned. I think I'm back up on TikTok. I don't know. Uh, I got banned. On, I got a lot of community violations on TikTok just for talking about things. Like, for instance, one of the things I said, Chris, is I said, Australians right now sure are getting their asses kicked by a government that's trying to protect their health. Uh, that's kind of fun to watch, that that nonsense going on in Australia. It kind of looks like, as uh, Glenn noted on his radio program this morning, it kind of looks like Selma, Alabama back in the 60s. But uh, whatever, we can't talk about that. We can't call those things out. It's pretty insane, this stuff. You got that, you got that video? Play that clip real quick if we got it pulled up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So there's the uh, police uh, that have basically become uh, militarized. They've got somebody pinned down on the ground. And, uh, I mean, it's all for your health. It's all for your health. That's why I say the world's gone stupid. And uh, my phone is blowing up right now with just people with just people wanting to talk about stuff. You know, you know we've got a lot of people triggered because we're going to have Dog the Bounty Hunter on tomorrow night's episode. It's going to be okay, folks. It's going to be okay. We just want to get the man's perspective on what's going on with the Brian Laundry situation <laughs> uh i've had people who say well, why don't you talk about this or interview this person maybe watch the show so you'll know what we do talk about on this before you complain about us having dog the bounty hunter on for 10 minutes um he's our friend and we want to talk to him about it now that he's involved with this and you know what it's my show if you want to talk to other people you get your own show how's that chris how you like that i'm in a monday mood 
I am in a Monday. You know, you walked in today and I could tell that you were not up. Like, dude, it's coming at me from all angles. I could tell. Skin is thin. I may be too thin. Like, like I'm having fun with this just because the stupidity, the content of things we could talk about is coming at such a frenzied pace. How many times have you been called sensitive in the last (laughs) seven days? I don't know. Because I'm getting frustrated. Because I've been called sensitive like six times in the last 72 hours. And all I can say is like, it's not me being sensitive. It's just no common sense. None. I mean, after a while, you get frustrated. I love somebody made a comment the other day, uh, just on the lighter side. Somebody made the comment. They said, we can't remember his name, but thank you for uh, hiring that guy that sounds like Father Guido Sarducci. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, Chris. It's Chris Cruz. Uh, Puppet Master Mark, you doing good, buddy? You, you had a good weekend? All good? I'm glad to see you're at the helm driving us into these nether regions of insanity. Oh, man, you know what I need to do? Here's the problem I've had, Chris. Here, here's honestly the problem. I've not slept in my own bed in almost eight days, all right? Now, a few weeks ago, you know my AC was out, and I slept in some really nice hotels because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stay downtown Fort Worth. And uh, I woke up one morning, I was like, you know, gosh, I miss my bed at home because I worked really, really hard to make sure that I had the absolute best bedding possible so that when I am in uh, my bed, in my own bedroom, it is a luxurious experience. And the, and the one the thing that made the difference was bowl and branch uh, bedding. And the beauty of it is as soon as the bowl and branch bedding comes out of the box and they send it in a very nice little box all in their little, in their little bags, you know, the little can, the little silky bags and it's in the box. It's pretty. Then you take it out and you feel it and it's soft. It's nice. You immediately feel the difference. Uh, it's, it, they're pretty to look at as well. I've got multiple colors and I love this stuff. And here's the trick. The more you wash it, the softer it gets. Uh, it's amazing, these Bowling Branch sheets. Uh, you want to get their bedding absolutely beautiful for any household. They use it at the White House for crying out loud. Uh, so cloud weight, super soft, uh, attention to detail all the way from the sourcing to the packaging. You're going to love how this stuff feels. Um, I want you guys to give your bed the White House treatment or the Chad House treatment, if you will. Uh, here's what I want you to do to experience an entirely new standard of comfort. Visit bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code WATCHCHAD. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code WATCHCHAD. Get comfortable, folks. We're going to settle into it today. We'll be right back. All right, let me spend the next 15 minutes of your life getting in trouble with you because I've been thinking, this is what happens with me over the weekend. See, Chris, spend a lot of time traveling all over the state of Texas, campaigning, doing shows. By the way, been having great events. And don't get me wrong, I'm highly motivated. I'm having a blast. Uh, I'm hanging out with some of the best people on the planet, getting to know some of my my new very best friends that I'm meeting and, and, and just building relationships with. Tons of stuff happening in the state of Texas, and, and I'm happy and excited to be a part of it. But I'm spending a lot of time just driving, and I'm thinking about things. And here's one of the things that I was thinking about. You know, I keep talking about how the public school system, the education system, it's a Marxist humanist uh, system that was established after the 1940s, it, 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 really further back than then. But let's just look at the last uh, 80 years, if you will, of, of public schooling. It's really gone downhill. 
Uh, and today we see the advent or, or the inclusion of Marxist and socialist philosophies in the educational system. We're not teaching our kids to think anymore. And I keep talking about, and this isn't a slight on teachers. I appreciate teachers. I really do. But the teachers are up against the system themselves. And, and those of you who, who know teachers, and we all do, or, or you are a teacher, you know you're up against the system. You want to teach. You want to educate. You want to evaluate. You want to test. You want to be able to promote. You want to be able to encourage. You want to be able to do your job. But the system is stacked against you. That's why I keep saying that the education system in America is really and truly just a brainwashing institution. And people keep saying, well, let's reform that. Well, you can't reform it, it, is, it is a corrupt system. You'd have to break it all the way down, burn it to the ground, rebuild it, right? So I, I was talking with some parents this weekend, guys, and you've seen this. Like, like when I was in school, when I was in elementary school, or when I was a kid, middle school for that matter, uh, I played baseball, played football, played basketball. Uh, I was involved in all the sports, right? And, and you practiced a time or two each week. You maybe had two games a week, and that was it. But now these parents, and you know who you are, you're having to be at the ball fields at like 7 o'clock in the morning on the weekends, including Sundays. Forget church. And this stuff goes all day long. It goes into the evening. Uh, a friend of mine had a, a two ball games last night. I think one was at 7, and the other started at 9 p.m. in Texas on a Sunday night with a kid that has to get up and go to school the next day. So God forbid you got to get your, your kids out of school or get your kids out of bed to go to school in the mornings after they played ball at you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night, didn't get home till 11, whatever it was. And see, here's the thing. So this is where they get you. It's the sports. It's the extracurricular activities. I'm using sports as an example. And so everybody talks about, well, we got to stop building and having so much property tax expenses and going through the roof here in the state of Texas. Yeah. And what are they doing? Where does that go? It goes to these new football stadiums, right? And our kids are consumed with these sports. Now, the chance of your wonder child playing College ball, Division One, Division Two, college ball is pretty pretty slim. And the chances of them ever playing professional sports is even less. So, but what are we going to do? We're going to give all of our time, all of our money, all of our attention. Everything is going to consume us, not with their education, not with teaching them common sense and how to think, not with helping them understand finances and the complexities of life and hardship and things like that. No, we're going to. We're going to focus on athletics and extracurricular activities. We're going to spend all of our time uh, into the wee hours of the morning and the late nights being involved. Our weekends are consumed with this. And you know what they're doing? That's the way these indoctr indoctrination in institutions, like the public school system, they trick the parents. They hook the parents. And now the parents are living vicariously through their kids because now they're reliving their glory days of back when they played ball. And the parents are hooked in, man. And you know what? Now we gotta we gotta get our kids. They gotta be good. They gotta play this kind of sport. And they gotta play this level of sport. And they gotta play that program of the sport. You know. So then, when they get to school, they can play in high school, and you can keep living vicariously through. And that's how these institutions keep you locked in. They keep you hooked in because because you would never see. That's why. That's why. I came out on record and I was opposed to the Tebow bill, which was for putting homeschool kids into public sports uh, with the public school system, because I refuse to support that because although it sounds good, it allows the government to have a, a reach into your homeschooling program. Uh, so if you're now going to partake in government run uh, extracurricular activities, the government now has a say in you. So I'm just saying, be warned, folks. And I know this is not a popular opinion because we've We've sucked at the teat of public education for so long that to, to, to buck that system, 
that we've come to know. How dare you say little Johnny can't go play baseball? You can let Johnny play baseball all he wants to, but when he graduates from college after five years with a degree of undecided, you're going to look back and say, why did we spend a quarter million dollars or more to get him uh, uh, deprogrammed from everything we taught him at home? Uh, and boy, it sure was fun watching him hit that baseball. Uh, this, that's my rant for the day. Uh, probably not the only one, but I want you to think about that when you're sitting out there, soccer mom at the, at the ball fields all day long. Just remember, this is the way the state keeps you hooked, keeps you reeled in, and you become the biggest cheerleaders. We really are conditioned dogs. We really are conditioned dogs, Chris. And this is the thing that bugs me. You know, BF, BF Skinner and his behaviorism, uh, style of, of his, you know, that was his bent of psychology. And he built it off of Pavlov's dogs, right? They rang the bell and the dogs started salivating because uh, he would ring the bell and that's when he would feed the dogs. And so we became, you know, I don't believe in the psychology of behaviorism, but public education does. Let me tell you, uh, how many times, you remember when the bell rang? The bell told you when to be in class. The bell told you when to leave class. The bell told you when to go to lunch, when to go to recess, when to go to pee. It was about ringing the bell, ringing the bell. And you just see now the state knows how to ring those little bells, rings those little bells. And we come running, just salivating uh, at, at just, oh my God, how I can't imagine my kid not being involved in this or that extracurricular activity. Hmm. So, so here we are, folks, and we're so woke. We're so woke. You need to read my book, Am I Crazy? An Unapologetic Patriot Takes on the Insanity of Today's Woke World. We're just so woke. Like, like we just want to make sure that everybody knows that, that when the bell rings, ding dong, we just know how to respond in our wokiest of woke fashion. So something happened, and I caught a little glimpse of this on social media, of this super woke uh, Disney character actor there at Disneyland or Disney World. I don't know where it was. Uh, doesn't matter. But you've all been there with your kids and the kids go up and they approach these characters and they usually get their little signatures or whatever. Well, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Remember, Gaston was the epitome. He was the picture of male toxicity, of, of toxic masculinity. But not this Gaston, not at this Disney World. Uh, play the clip real quick as Gaston gets approached by a woman. She reaches out and touches him on the chest. Muscular Gaston. He's screaming, leave, pointing her away. She's embarrassed. She doesn't know what to do. He said, there's children here. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to be a man right now. I, um, like, here's a guy who's playing a character. Now, I'm, a, I'm not going to question his sexuality. I'm oh, not, I'm I am. Not, I'm oh, not he's gay. He's gay. Of course he's gay. He's gay. Of course he's gay. He's gay. If but you don't like... walks up to him, and is this the time or place where she being inappropriate? Yeah, she's being inappropriate, but so what? People are inappropriate all day, every day. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying things go on. She's in the moment. She walks up to Gaston. No one spits like Gaston. No one shits like Gaston. No one's neck's as incredibly thick as Gaston. I'm especially good as expector rating, right? This is like, that's the character. She walks up and she's like, ooh, it's Gaston. You know, his name's handsome in French. <laughs> and she reaches out and she puts her hands on his chest. Listen, folks, I get grabbed every week. I mean, I, I go to these shows, people meet, greet, do the whole thing. I get touched. We've talked about this. And he's like, oh, no, get out. He's super woke now. Get out. No, you got to go. 
Ring that bell. Ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, look at this. Look at his face. While she, the, the freeze right there. Is Dude, like, that's what perfect. The hell? Oh, my gosh. That's... A woman? A reasonably attractive woman. She if we're is gonna be very based. attractive. A reasonably attractive woman. She reaches up and she puts her hands on his chest. You know, it's not like he has breasts and it's a guy squeezing them. By the way, is this his first time getting touched by a woman? Could be. Is that, is that why he got so offended like, that he liked it and he knew <laughs> deep inside, I'm playing for the wrong team? I'm not going to judge his motives. But this, to me, is like our uh, super woke um, or, or super sensitive newscaster the other week at the sports, at the Georgia game, right? This is kind of the same thing. Like, I'm just going to be, oh, my God, I've been violated. <laughs> I've been violated. Come on, dude. A girl, a girl put her hands on your chest. I, it, was it appropriate? In the context, no, it was a little forward, right? It was a little forward, but come on. She didn't walk up and grab your junk, all right? And if she did. And if she did. She's hot. Well, I mean, what, what do we always say? The difference between harassment and flirting is whether or not you're attracted to the person. Exactly. Okay. He obviously wasn't attracted to her, and she was an attractive woman, which tells you everything you need to know about this particular Gaston. This is the guy who was going to, by God, I'm going to marry Belle. <laughs> Listen to me, LaFou. I'll have her as my wife, unless she touches my breasts. And then she must go. Kill the beast. You know what the beast is? It's that inner urge. It's that blood flowing to his corpus cavernosum that he was totally not expecting. Kill the beast. Kill the beast. <laughs> Ah, Gaston. Ah, as a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. Let's talk about the view, because because apparently, like we talked about it last week. I, you know, I said that Kamala Harris was going to go on the view. You know, she couldn't deal with the border crisis. Which, by the way, those fifteen thousand Haitians that were under International Bridge are gone. They're gone. That's the sound of the wind under the bridge because those Haitians are gone. 1,700, I think, uh, 1,500, 1,700 got deported back to Haiti uh, that we know about. The rest, they're in the interior of the United States right now. Uh, Just keep paying attention to Miami, all right? Just just keep paying attention to Miami. Now, and by the way, before we go to this view thing, and and might have to get to it in the next segment, but the other thing I was thinking about and I can't post on social media because I'm banned, right? I'm, I'm banned on social media. But one of the things I would have posted had I been able to is which community do you think is going to be most affected by the advent of a large Haitian community being introduced into the interior of the United States? I'll wait for you. I'll let you figure it out. I mean, the Biden administration, this is their policy. I just did an OAN uh, hit this morning where we were talking about the border patrolman on, on, on horseback. We'll talk more about that later on. And then Mayorkas, who, you know, I tried to give Mayorkas the benefit of the doubt there for a minute. But now he's like, nope, that's the policy of this administration. We're not building a wall. And, um, oh, what's his name? Little Chris Wallace is like, oh, excuse me, but uh, pardon me, I apologize, but a wall. We don't apologize about the wall. And my orcas goes, 
well, that's not our policy. And he goes, well, why did they, why are they here in the first place? He never answered the question. So now that I've given you a minute to think about it, you tell me which community in America, the one, the one that, you know, we're so woke and trying to protect, ding, 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 the bell's ringing. Which one, which community? Oh, the black community. That's right. The black community is going to be directly affected and adversely affected by the advent of these Haitians in their community. Watch and see. Just pay attention to Miami. Watch Miami. Watch what happens. I won't tell you how I know. I just know. We'll see. Like if, you, if, if suddenly there was 15,000 Somalis that were brought into the country, I'd say watch Minneapolis. I'd say watch Minneapolis. There's a reason. It's true. It's true. It's almost like you can write the future, Chris. Um, what anyway, about we'll one more? About- one more. What about 15,000 Puerto Ricans? Where do they go? <laughs> Your house. <laughs> Oh my gosh. They beat your house. Remind me never to bet on NFL football, too, by the way. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yesterday was rough. <laughs> but I do like that line on Dallas Eagles tonight. <laughs> I like the Cowboys and the Eagles tonight. Uh, anyway, um, we'll talk about Kamala Harris and what happened on The View in the next segment. Uh, guys, not so long ago, companies solely existed to provide products and services. Customers spent money in return for a product or service. Almost overnight, everything changed. Many corporations have become vessels for anti-American and anti-family propaganda. Few companies have had the courage to stand up for America, uh, for Christian values, and for our Constitution. One of the first was Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, I love those guys. They're great friends. they got the broadest nationwide coverage and use the same towers as all the major carriers. So you're going to get the same great service. Plus, they got plans to fit any budget. They're 100% U.S.-based in their customer service. they got the highest rating among wireless carriers for customer service. And more importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, the Constitution, sanctity of life, veterans, and first responders. So why not go to patriotmobile.com slash Chad, or you can call 972-PATRIOT. You get free activation code with the offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders and support. I need you to support a company that loves America, loves you, shares traditional, traditional family values. That's patriotmobile.com slash Chad. Patriotmobile.com slash Chad or call 972-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. Now, we talked about Kamala Harris, who wasn't going to go down on the border. She was going to be on The View Friday. I don't watch The View, so I didn't know this had happened until I came in here today. Chris handed me the story, so we've got to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and you, most of you don't watch The View either, I would imagine. So you don't know if Kamala Harris was actually on The View or not. But then in hindsight, I was like, you know, I didn't see any clips from it. I mean, there was nothing playing anywhere. Uh, you know, you would think that she would, you'd hear her cackling somehow. Uh, but let me play, let's play this clip for you, and then we'll talk about it. Play the clip. Two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and, and, uh, and And we're going to bring you back later. Have to leave. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So, vice president. No. No. Okay. (laughs) Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance. Let's do a tap dance. 
this is going to be a major news story any minute now. Yeah. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case, and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. You know, a lot yeah. of vaccines. So. Um, okay. Well, first of all, let's first let's talk about the obvious. They're vaccinated fully up the wazoo, but they tested positive. Uh, apparently, Anna Navarro's test was a false positive. So, Sonny Host and Anna Navarro, they just pull them right off the set. Okay, we got a teaser for you. <laughs> We're going to put you guys in quarantine uh, in your own little holding cell. Which, what's the teaser? Like, they got COVID? Is, yeah. is, is that the next guest after, after Harris? So, I love it that they're saying, <laughs> they're like, okay, can I keep uh, introducing the vice president? Yes, and she keeps on going, and then you hear the Secret Service agent off stage go, no! <laughs> no, no, you know what? She's already shaking hands with him backstage. What? I no. mean, my God, I don't know if you guys understand how it works on these shows, but sometimes you, the host pops in your dressing room to say hi. Oh, I bet they were pissed off. <laughs> And out so, of everybody on TV, it happened to the worst cast in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the best, like, really? They're, they're vaccinated out of the wazoo. So, <laughs> yeah, they're vaccinated so up the wazoo. what are you going to say out of this narrative? Now, if I say the phrase up the wazoo, this is the mood I'm in. If I say up the wazoo, what does that mean to you, Chris? Like, up, up, up the behind? Up the rear end, right? Yeah. Is that not sexist? I mean, is that not? Absolutely. I mean, to say that they've got, they're vaccinated up the ass? Yeah. What are they, China? Now, if I said that. (laughs) 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 Ah, It's Monday. Gosh. Get vaccinated. I, uh, (laughs) get vaccinated up the wazoo. Don't, don't just stop. Just get vaccinated up the wazoo. Uh, you get so many wazoo boosters, you can't stand it anymore. When they come at you, your wazoo ought to start throbbing. Uh, you, as soon as you see a new injection coming, you ought to, you ought to, you're about to get wazooed. But you're also going to test positive. But the last 10 minutes of the show, Kamala Harris, thank God she was able to live stream in from backstage. Because that's what everybody was waiting on. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile... Uh, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the border, right? Let's talk about that. No, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Let's, 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 let me tell you what's got me on edge about the border. Play the Joe Biden clip, please. Do you take responsibility for the chaos that's unfolding? Of course I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. It's an embarrassment, but it's beyond an embarrassment. It's dangerous. It's wrong. It sends the wrong message around the world. It sends the wrong message at home. It's simply not who we are. What? So there's the image. And, you know, I know the gentleman on horseback. Won't say his name. Um. That's good horsemanship, if you ask me. Uh, that's not a whip. I, I talked to my border. I talked specifically to several border patrol authorities over the um, course of the weekend. I uh, I spoke with 
one of my best friends in a whole world planet. He's an agent uh, in Arizona, and he said we're still uh, we're still uh, waiting for our federally issued whips to show up. Um, they they look at this thing like that's Joe Biden declaring war on the border patrol, right? That's what that is, and you know many have even stated as such. But to say, you know, first he, he, he got it wrong, right? He said that the horses were running over people and people were being strapped. Uh, not the case, Joe. Even the photographer who snapped the, the infamous images of, of that Border Patrol agent said he did not witness any abuse of migrants, contrary to what Democrats in the media have claimed. But, don't, you know, never let a good, you know, stolen image there out of context go to waste. Let's make sure we use that. Uh, one Border Patrol agent, in fact, told Fox News that Biden had just started a war with the Border Patrol. Um, I see the administration wants to fry our agents, he said. Another Border Patrol agent says um, uh, Biden's threat to make agents pay will motivate Border Patrol agents to quit their job. I was on OAN this morning. Greg, uh, Greg Abbott was stating that he will hire any agents that are being um, fired or being let go. Now, and anyone to continue to blame the Biden administration for this problem, which, which I, of course, we're going to respond and say, Greg, you could have controlled this all along. And what good does it do, Greg, to hire border agents when you're not going to send them to the border? DPS and our National Guardsmen, you haven't done anything, Greg, so quit talking big. Um, anyway, I mean, these guys are despondent at this point. They've lost their motivation. Why do you want to go to work when you can't do your job? You've taken an oath to protect the border. And uh, these people are stunned. I mean, they are. These Border Patrol agents, and, and that's a quote, they're stunned and angered by these remarks. There's going to be an investigation. Investigation into what? The, the photographer said nothing was happening. Everything that you spun, the photographer himself said that wasn't happening. There, your investigation's over with, dickhead. Let's play that video. Get back. Now, you're going to say that's not this administration policy. Well, it needs to be. I mean, that's a pretty damn good cutting horse right there. Uh, it's a great horseman on that. And if you don't know what a split rein is, maybe look up horse tack. It ain't a whip. Uh, it, and by the way, when you're using a split rein and you are swinging it in front of the horse, that helps keep people away from the horse and it keeps the horse away from you. It keeps people from getting trampled. It, it creates a, a proximity of distance between you and the animal. Uh, and so the man made a break for it. Uh, you see the horseman come up from the river, cut him out, and turn him back, which is exactly what's happening. I mean, they're, they're, this is crowd control. And, they're, and then they pull the horses off of the river uh, and the horse patrols off over this, which is the dumbest thing you could do. Because let me, let me tell you something. There's no greater human or, or material resource than you have than a horse and horseman in this condition, uh, in these conditions. So this is what, anyway, this is dumb. This is the dumb stuff we're living in. But you know what? We believe it. Ding, 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 ding. You ring that bell. Ring that bell. The media said it, so let's believe it. Ding, 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 ding. God, I can feel that bell in my wazoo. 
Hey, let's talk about Uprising Food. So they sent me a box uh, a couple of months ago of Uprising Food. I was like, what is this stuff? And I opened it up. Our own Sarah Gonzalez, she said, I love Uprising Foods. And so, I, you know, a lot of times you don't know from the outside of the box what's in there. Open it up. And I was like, this is good stuff. She told me it was delicious. So I tried it. I've been eating it, fell in love with it. And it's great, great stuff. Incredible ingredients, incredible health benefits. And I want to encourage you guys to check out Uprising Foods. Their mission is to liberate all of us from a fundamentally broken food system that's stealing our health. But ding, 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 we hear that bell, don't we? The real devil is the snowball effect of silent inflammation. Well, they cracked the code on healthy bread. You simply can't find something this healthy that tastes this good, that's this fresh. It's only got two net carbs per serving, six grams of protein, nine grams of fiber. Uh, They cover all your diets, paleo to clean keto to simple low-carb, high-fiber, dairy-free, grain-free lifestyle. All their uprising products are baked with real superfood ingredients, almonds, MCT oil, apple cider, vinegar, egg white, psyllium husk, olive oil. Uh, They've made prebiotic fiber delicious with their patent-pending breakthrough in psyllium husk activation, making fantastic digestive health health absurdly easy for all of you. Uh, And it tastes great, folks. You don't expect that out of healthy food, but it tastes great. So let me help you get it, all right? Let me send you to the right place. And don't forget those freedom chips, Chris. Those freedom chips are really, really good. Take me to the website. You want to go to uprisingfood.com slash watch Chad. That's uprisingfood.com slash watch Chad. And that discount is going to automatically be applied at checkout. I want you to go there, give them a shot. You're going to fall in love. We'll be right back. Now, I don't know. You know, maybe the guy, the Gaston guy, maybe he, you know, maybe he was truly offended because a woman touched his chest. Uh, but there's also, there's also things going on in the world where you're just woke for the sake of being woke. In my book, Am I Crazy? An Unapologetic Patriot Takes on the Insanity of Today's Woke World. A woke just for the sake of being woke. Jeff Probst. I've, I know I've met Jeff, right? I've, I've been around Jeff a couple of times. He's a super nice guy. Just a genuinely nice guy. Uh, and uh, he's always said when it's time to do their little vote you off the island thing, he's like, come on in, guys. Well, he put it out there and says, okay, I think that needs to change. Uh, He says, I want to be of the moment. (laughs) So even there was somebody who identified herself, a contestant, as a queer woman, said she had no problem with the word. I personally think guys is okay. I did have someone at an event say, you got to quit referring. Because people, like if I take pictures with a group of people, you know, and there'll be, a, there'll be men, women, whatever, and I'll say, hey, thanks, guys. People, she was like, you got to quit calling them guys because that is, uh, you know, women need to be called women. And I'm like, okay. what? I'm, like when you walk away from taking a picture with me, I'm going to say, thanks, women. Um, it's just, anyway. So there's that. And here's one. I'm just, I'm truly in love with this story. Um, and this is um, Scientific American says Jedi in Star Wars are problematic. Uh, they're white saviors steeped in toxic masculinity. So the Jedi Knights are white, uh, toxic masculinity, uh, white saviors. Wasn't Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> a Jedi Mace Windu? You mother... I mean, this like... This is crazy. A 2,600-word article, five writers in Scientific American. Let me just give you a little bit of this. Uh, they, they even used, they even talked about the phallic-shaped lightsabers. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> I got a light wiener. <laughs> Takes on a whole new meaning. Uh, having a light wiener used to be totally different deal. Uh, but they're a religious order of intergalactic police monks prone to white saviorism and toxically mad. Like at this stage in the game, dude, like you just pick anything in the world. Like it was a great white shark. So Jaws talks about how how toxic whiteness just consumes the rest of society. Like so I can write this shit. I could do this too. Uh, so they're an exclusionary cult. Uh <laughs> Um, the, uh, the guy, like the midi, midi-chlorians apparently that are in their blood, which give them the ability to uh, psychically and, and, you know, powerfully use the energy of the force. I mean, apparently the midi-chlorians are just, just, that's just, uh, that's some kind of word that means white. I don't know. <laughs> it's a fairy tale, people. It's science fiction. And so all of the aliens that are on there, they're using racist undertones with the aliens, right? I mean, I mean, when the Ewoks came out, my first thought was midgets, yeah. right? I mean, that's where my brain went. And you know what? The little people in the costumes appreciated the paycheck. It's funny how that works. <laughs> the black guy that played Jar Jar Binks, which I wish had never been invented, uh, I'm sure he appreciated. I'm sure he appreciated the paycheck too. Uh, even Darth Vader's heavy breathing is a problem because it's ableism. It's ableist tropes uh, because he needs technology-assisted breathing. Uh, he it's it's machinic inhumanity, moral deviance, moral deviance. This is like I I'm gonna have to really unpack the psychology behind that article. Wow. Wow. All right, let's do a TikTok. Make me feel guilty about something because I'm not there yet. Let's do it. Crap. Do you want to know why he brought... Do you want to know why he brought the Trump flag in? What? So I'm going to say this politically correct to make a lot of the African-American kids mad. So that was his motive. Do you support him now? So he's racist. Yes. And then everyone here supporting him, free Colton. His best friend is what? His best friend is what? Fake news. What? Are you calling Trump racist? Trump brings out racism. I don't care. And try to support him. Get out of here. So what did she say he brought in first? Like, what, so, was, she, what was she complaining he brought so in? So it looks like Colton came to school with a Trump flag and got oh. suspended. It was a racist flag. But it was a racist flag because Trump brings out the racism. And I love the kid in the back. He's like, but he has a black friend. His best friend is His black. Best friend she is screams black. fake news. She actually used... She actually used, now first of all, she says Colton was, was, he wanted to make, you know, the black kids feel inferior, right? Because he brought a Trump flag. And then the kid shouts out, I love how the kids are shouting down the teacher, right? These kids are shouting down the teacher because his best friend is black. You can't accuse him of racism. And she screams, fake news. That's a Donald Trump phrase. She's racist. <laughs> By her own definition. The whole, I mean, like, if Donald Trump is racist, and Donald Trump paraphernalia or sayings is racist, the person using the Donald Trump paraphernalia or sayings must be racist. That's her syllogism. This is philosophy 101, people. So if the kid had a Trump flag, then he must be racist. She used a Trump phrase. 
by saying fake news. So therefore, syllogistically and philosophically, she just defined herself as a freaking racist. See how that works? These are the morons that are ringing the bell to teach your kids. And let me go back to where I started. That's why public education is an indoctrination camp. It's an indoctrination camp because you have a system that has polluted the minds of our educators to believe that the system is right no matter what. Ring the bell, you respond. This is wokeism gone crazy. And these kids, I love that these kids are pushing back. Like at some point in time, you got to say, you know what? I'm five years old, and even this crap doesn't make sense to me. Like, <laughs> kid comes in there, he supports Donald Trump. Hey, he likes Donald. He's a good kid. I don't know if you know this or not. He's a good kid. And the teacher says, well, it's because he's a racist. And how many of you kids want to align with his racist tendencies by saying, free Colton? And the kids are like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and stick with Colton because you're a dumbass, Right. Oh my gosh, this is what we're turning our kids into. We're turning our kids' minds over to this kind of nonsense, this pop, just just this pablum, and we're just lapping it up like it's okay. Oh my gosh, there's not enough money in the world. There's not enough jobs that are important out there to make me turn my children over to this kind of nonsense. It's insanity, man. And and what are we doing? We're just like, oh yeah, I've got to do it. Oh, learn to grow a garden. Just learn to grow a garden, okay? Learn to butcher a calf. I mean, learn, learn to raise chickens. Go out and get the eggs in the morning. Because that's where we're headed back to. Oh, by the way, you know what I'm doing, Chris? Because it's crap like this. I'm banned on all the social medias. This is a big announcement right here. Big announcement. If you weren't paying attention, pay attention right now. You know what I'm coming out with? A newsletter. On paper. You know where it's going to come to? Your mailbox. It's gonna, we're going to start it out once a month. We're going to have a newsletter gonna have contributors and you know what we're gonna write we're gonna write words on the paper and we're gonna start a newsletter i'm starting a newsletter i was inspired by some guys this week and, and i just said you know what you can't you can't silence me can't silence me we'll take it back to the pony express if we have to but i'm gonna I'm, we're gonna put words on paper things you need to know articles contributors some folks that you need to be hearing some folks that that have some really great thoughts out there that will change it and you know what we're gonna do we're gonna start helping people think again by reading, and not in 140 characters. Gonna happen. Stay tuned. Be right back. <laughs> over the break, boys, over the break. So I got, I got... A, a post taken down. I got a, one of those violation things on Facebook, which I'm still in jail. Don't get me wrong. I'm still in jail. But even while you're in jail, they go back because you, you're being targeted. So I have this video from 2017, January 2017. Some of you remember it. It's called, Yes, I Beat My Kids. And it's talking about playing games like chess with them. I don't just allow them to win. And so they pulled it down, took it away. Nobody could see it. I attested it. And they said, your post is back on Facebook. We're sorry we got this one wrong. We re reviewed your post again, and it does follow our community standards. We appreciate you taking the time to request a review. Uh, guess what? We're still going to do my newsletter. Still going <laughs> to do my newsletter. Uh, watch and see. 
Uh, let's do a review. Texas Brandy, Texas Loud, and Texas Proud. That's the way I like you, girl. I don't remember how I found this show, but I freaking love it. In addition to the great content, awesome presentation, hearing Super Mario Chris laughing in the background is one of my favorite things. Mine, too, honestly. It adds even more dimension and makes me laugh every time. P.S. I'm looking forward to the next round of election debates. Thank you so very much for submitting that review. You can go to where podcasts are offered, specifically Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and a review. You can go to chadonblaze.com. We, uh, we've got our I'm Healthy cards, I think, coming soon. Yep. We're going to have a little cards. You're not, it, not vaccine cards. You're healthy. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow night. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.